Hello and good evening and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And tonight it is a wonderful and special occasion as we have the Key 25. Kieran, it's great to see you. You okay? Hello, and everyone. I, I was going to say, I was going to put my phone on so I could see the chat, but I can't get it on my phone now. <laughs> All right, you can see it on the, yeah, on the, it might come up on the side of your screen possibly. Uh, right. You might, there's comments coming up there um, that will come through from YouTube. Uh, and also we're on Facebook Live as well. But it's oh, great to see everybody tonight for all our community and, of course, for Key25's uh, Key community that has joined us uh, with us tonight. We've got Key's link in the description below. So if you've not already subscribed to his channel, you've got the link there uh, to go and do that um, after the show. But, uh, but Kieran, it's great to have you on. It's been a couple of years, maybe, about two and a half years since the last time yeah, uh, we had you on. It. And it was you were one of my first big guests to come on the show. And since then, you have gone on to uh, to your channel has grown you, you're you're famous uh, as oh. racing goes uh, with your videos and your racing and and you're always out there competitive your stream most days i think it is isn't it or just yeah. every day um of the week which is fantastic and you've got a massive community that is incredibly loyal um really for some of the guys that maybe don't know your how you all started but how did your kind of love of racing games begin oh a long 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 time ago probably mega drive from Mega Drive, Sega Mega Drive, uh, V Racing, I think it was on the Mega Drive. But I oh, used yeah, to watch yeah. F1 all the time from like three onwards. And that was uh -huh. the first game that actually properly got me into racing games on the Mega Drive, I'd say. Or oh, actually, the Amstrad CP464, I had a racing game on that as well, actually. So, ah, the Amstrad 64, now that's going back a little yeah, while, a long, long time ago. I had a BBC B plus, I think it was, and then eventually uh, I, it went on to, or what was the other one? I can't remember the name of it. It was kind of the other, but an Acorn, Acorn A3000. I had a few racing games on that, but that was back in the early 90s. Um, so did you do kind of, uh, when did you start playing GT Sport? Uh, it was a few months after the release. Um, the game came out, obviously, I think it was November, October time, and I got it in the sale on Christmas and started playing it just after Christmas. So it was a few months after it came out, we started playing it. And I came from iRacing, so I was mainly right. on iRacing. Before that, I was on Project Cars and Drive Club. And um, what other game was it? F1 games. But then, obviously, from iRacing, I went to GT Sport and didn't really go back to iRacing too many times after that, to be honest, because GT more fun in my view. Yeah, because right, that's one of my, my big questions. What do you think it is that makes GT Sport so special? Simplicity, probably. Um, no, it's just no setups to worry about. Jump in, learn the track, race. Like other games, like ACC, brilliant game, but you can't just jump in there with no mm. practice and be competitive with the fastest drivers you you need to work on your setup and then the conditions might change then you might have to change your pressures or your tires and then it's all it, it's a great game but i think you need to put all your time into games like acc if you want to do it which is I, i'm more into gran turismo pick up have fun anyone can enjoy it on a pad on a wheel it's just for me it's just a better game more fun yeah 
I know that's that's the thing. Now, I'll quickly just put out to the chat. Now, very very soon, uh, I'll be asking questions from the chat as well, and I'll be highlighting them so that Key can answer them. And um, so, if you want to ask a question, all you need to do is write it out in capitals in the chat, and that just helps me to spot it um, a little bit easier. And then we'll highlight all the uh, the, the the questions, and we'll put them to Key, and uh, we'll see how many quick fire ones we can do, and see all the your answers. And hopefully, I'm sure we'll get through. Quite a few. Um, so you said you originally you came from iRacing. Now that's been around for quite some time. Um, how did you kind of start on iRacing? What was it that uh, kind of attracted you to that? Uh, I only started iRacing because of the esports team I was in. Um, they obviously wanted us to. I think there was a competition coming up. I don't know how long ago. There was like they wanted to try and get us involved with it for any of the big competitions. Um, I obviously started playing it, but then the esports team that I was involved with. Yeah, I, I won't go into that with them, but um, <laughs> that's they, right. They they weren't the um, best, we'll say that. But um, yeah, I moved to i i i racing. I was, I was on it for nine months. Um, in the first nine months, got to just under five k i rating, and then stopped playing. I wish I would have carried on playing a little bit, but I totally stopped it and just went fully GT Sport and no other game. I just literally hammered GT Sport because it was so addictive. So. I just completely stopped all i racing. I should have really kept doing one race or two races a week, but I didn't. So the pace just yeah, it's, <laughs> it's quite an interesting. I've literally just started on i racing. Um, I, I managed to get over three on the kind of rookie rating um, after about 10, 10 races or so, and it, it is good fun. Um, but it is it is quite tough, isn't it? And you see, you've got yeah. to be doing it all the time to be able to make it all happen. But um, but going to to GT Sport because I know that's the big one. Um, what is your favourite car and track combinations? Uh, anything with normally real life tracks, any real life track with majority of cars. I prefer high downforce, as most people will know from if they watch me. I like Group 1, um, Group 2, except not today. Um <laughs> anything like super formula i tend to do better with the higher speed of the car the more grip it's got on the front end and at real life tracks i much prefer racing at something like spa suzuka fuji than i do at say a fictional track on gran turismo like dragon trail gardens or um lego Maggiore. i don't know what it is about them tracks i just i don't i don't enjoy them i'm really slow at them as well which is probably why i don't enjoy them but yeah, real life tracks I tend to find pace on. It's it's weird. I don't know why I can do it on real life, but not on fictional. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, I do remember you racing at uh, at Dragon Trail, and I, and then you said you were doing really badly, and you were still about oh, a yeah, second and a half quicker than me. And I was thinking, and that made me think, oh goodness me, you know. But it was, uh, but no, I, I suppose I mean, you're. I mean, what do you think it is that that gets you to be so good on all these tracks? I mean, obviously you're saying that the real life tracks you're better at. But, I mean, you are very competitive on all of them. Uh, pra practice will always come into it. Obviously, getting used to your equipment. Find Like like I said the other day to, to the chat, some people might remember, being comfortable in your rig as well. It may sound mm -hmm. stupid, but if you're on a wheel, like when I wasn't comfy, I couldn't, I was struggling and you, you're trying to move things around. As soon as you get comfortable, you will start finding pace. But I don't know, like some of it is obviously because I've been racing on a wheel for a what since i've been 25 i got my first wheel wow. when i was 25 so i was on a pad before then i did have a wheel on playstation one but it, i think it was a mad cat's wheel i can't remember but i only ever played ridge race with it so yeah, you can't, yeah. it wasn't really much practice for now but i think 
it's just i've always been into racing go-karting when i was young like doing the odd little bit nothing competitive like steve and super gc does nothing yeah. like that but just in general always been into racing so hard to say what makes you fast um I, I think some of it is natural some of it will be learning it obviously through playing games like for so long i've been gaming since i've been like three or four whatever it's been so yeah it's just a case of keep at it i think if you've not got the pace yet just keep at it and you probably will find more and more pace yeah now we've got some great comments that have been coming in here uh davina atheist or atheist says are we twins well <laughs> i don't think so uh but uh, i'm an awful lot uh faster i'm afraid you're you're all fit and healthy there uh key i'm i'm uh, well off that kind of fitness i'm afraid i'm trying to lose weight but there you go um, but Mike Rogers Racing has said, <laughs> how do you manage to keep such a fabulous looking body sitting in that chair all day long? I don't sit in the chair. He knows. He, <laughs> Mike knows <laughs> I don't sit in that chair all day. Uh, no, to be honest, like I was not in about two months ago. I've, I've been back at the gym now for what? Just under two months now. And I wasn't, I was really in quite bad shape because of COVID and yeah. no gyms were open. So I didn't want to go back to the gym until obviously double vax now double vax so mm -hmm. back in the gym smashing it and um just trying to get keep me i think it's good for you though to be honest exercise yeah. because makes you mentally feel better as well a lot better yeah. a lot calmer I, as well and i think also it goes back to your go-karting days as well isn't it if you're fitter and lighter you're always going to be better on a go-kart than someone who's heavier i mean i know sometimes they give you ballast and everything else but ultimately if you're fitter you're, you're going to be a lot faster and that's what as real racing drivers have to do as well, isn't it? In the bigger classes and, for, you know, they, they kind of be unfit. Otherwise, they're going to struggle. And I suppose in Sims, it's the same kind of thing. You, you can maybe get away with being slightly overweight, but if you really want to be good, I, you've got to be pretty like mentally strong. Yeah, to be able to I think do for it. your mental, I think exercise is really good for your mental thing in sim racing anyway, because like if you if you're releasing a lot of the anger out somewhere else, like in a gym, whatever, getting it out of your system, it, you're not going to react so bad in a race if something goes wrong. So it is, it's good for you in general. I think now. I mean, I, I feel like since I've been back at the gym, my mentality's calmed a lot. Before, obviously, when there was no gyms open, the whole like situation of being you know locked into your house for two years and in nearly two years, pretty much, it was quite stressful. I think, especially yeah. when you're oh, yeah. every single day. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, now that's the thing. Well, we've got a great question by Adama Banana, and he says, what was your favourite round of the FIA? Which season? This season just gone or the one before? Which one does he mean? Uh, what was your favourite FIA round? This season, he says. I see it there. Um, this season, I can't even remember. Probably, honestly, probably the... Um, mm, I would say the Mazda Touring car, even though we didn't get the result we wanted. Mm. I think for enjoyment of the racing, the Mazda Touring car on Gran Turismo Sport, easily, easily the most fun car game, like car on the game in my view, even though it's not my type of car. Mm. But I think the racing in the Mazda Touring cars is just the best by a mile. It is good fun, isn't it? It is great fun. It's even good in iRacing. I like it in iRacing as well. I do, do enjoy yeah, that. It's good on iRacing. I, I must admit that is one... I do miss driving that on iRacing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great fun. Now, Glasgow Red has asked, which top split driver do you find the hardest to beat in daily races? In daily races? That's a hard yeah. one because 
the fastest ones not don't tend to do the dailies so much, but oh, I'd probably say the one who does them more probably fire. Fire's probably the one who does the most daily races. Who's always just going to be flying because he, he's so good at tire saving and consistent and stuff like that. So probably fire, I would say. Who does daily races consistently? Because like lightning, obviously, is the, the hardest you'll ever come up against. But I, I don't think I think I think I've only ever raced lightning in a daily race once. And mm. I've got that on my channel actually. I nearly beat him to be fair, but <laughs> that was it was luck because I had practiced and he hadn't. So <laughs> that will be a de definitely a video to to watch that one because um, he's a, a great racer. Uh, that uh, and that's the thing. Now Mike has also asked, when is your next ACC stream? <laughs> <laughs> I knew. It. Oh my, he knows the answer to that. I don't know actually. Um, Possibly soon. Um, I, maybe, maybe this. Well, actually, I'm trying to get to 90k DR on dry. Um, on GT Sport, I, I did have a look at the calendar on here the other day on the CP surface, but I forgot what track it was that I said I was thinking about. Uh, what date are we on now? It's the what 16th date? Let's see. 16th today. So we've got. Oh, no, so tomorrow Nurburgring, Hungaring. Oh, Zandvoort on Sunday is a possible. I, I mean, it's possible. It all depends on how the 90k DR rating hunting goes. If we don't get it by Sunday, then I'll be doing GT on Sunday. So he'll have to wait longer. <laughs> uh, do you think that the equipment plays a big part? Because, you know, I've got a G29. I've had it for nearly four years and it's a really good setup. Or do you think that for a lot of people starting out, actually, it's not just about the equipment. It's about mm. the kind of skill level. Honestly, I wouldn't put too much into equipment. Like Lightning was racing on a G29, a G29 for the first few years of Gran Turismo Sport. He was driving mm. on a G29. Then he went to a Fanatec, and he was he was no he was just as fast on his G29 as his Fanatec, and now he's on a TGT, and he's just as fast on that. So, I wouldn't put too much into equipment. I don't think like it can make you more consistent. Like especially for Gran Turismo Sport, I wouldn't put too much into equipment. For example, load cells are not optimized on GT Sport. They're, you'll, you'll see a lot of people who have got load cells in GT Sport who will struggle to find that point on where, where they can actually gain time. In general, mm. I'd say spring pedals are better for GT Sport, but hopefully yeah. that'll be something that changes. But for the games like iRacing, load cells are quite important. Um, you will find pace on iRacing, 100% you will. If you get load cells on that game, you'll go two, three times quicker guaranteed because once really? you've got used to them, purely because of like for cars with no ABS, like the GTE cars, mm -hmm. load cells are massively important. You'll you'll hit that threshold of where it's locking up and you'll know it's so much easier. So for yeah. them games, yeah. But GT Sport, I mean, you've got people on the pad that are competing in top split at the highest level. So I wouldn't put too much emphasis on it on GT Sport, but definitely for iRacing probably more so there yeah yeah i because that's the thing that i mean nowadays that the the, the sim, sim rigs are so incredible that the range that you can get and the different types of steering wheels pedals the whole thing and whether you go pc or whether you go playstation there's just so many options and you can spend thousands of pounds uh, but not necessarily maybe get the best value out of it isn't it it's uh yeah it's, unless you're going to be at it all the time but um now here is a good question from mr casual uh, how important has the community been for your YouTube career? If the little one was here now, I would get her to shout something to Mr. Casual because he knows what she would shout. No, honestly, um, to be honest, I wouldn't be doing this without um, 
as I wouldn't, I just wouldn't be able to do this full stop because I'd have, I'd, I'd have to go and get a job and work, and then I wouldn't have the time because of family and stuff. So, without mm. the support we get on the channel, it wouldn't be possible. Like it's insane. I, I, like, for example, like if people didn't know, like the rig we're on now, the um, Simlab P1X, someone from our channel bought this for me. It just, he literally just wow. emailed me saying, "I'm sick of the noise your chair's making because it was broken." <laughs> um, I've ordered you this. It's coming in two days. Give me the wow. um, tracking number. Like it, it, like, and he'd already give us. He'd already give us an F1 esports wheel rim that's up there somewhere. But yeah, the wow. like Mr. Casuals, an absolute legend. We got so many legends in our stream that support us yeah. in what we do. It's incredible, to be honest. I don't yeah. think there's many other channels out there for the size we are that mm. can say they've got as loyal and as good a community as we have in our channel. To be honest. It's yeah. insane. And I think uh, what I quite enjoy about watching your streams as well is that you don't just, when, you, when you're, you'll be racing away and yet you'll still be talking about something completely different sometimes, maybe about F1 or other things that have come up uh, and you're able to do that you know, kind of multitask, which I think that's a pr pretty good skill to be able to have as well as race yeah. hard. And, and how do you manage that one? Uh, <laughs> to be honest, if it was anything competitive like FIA, I, I tend to zone out and yeah. really because i i can't hit my like for me to get to my ultimate pace i can't do the multitasking like, i can do it in a daily race when it's not really you know it's not that important i can but i'll be a few temps slower but then if i really mm. want to zone in i have to go like what we say fia mode in our stream i have to fully zone in to find that ultimate pace because when i'm reading the chat it, it takes it does take a bit of your concentration to read it and then talk and then answer and it it will sometimes affect your braking a little bit here a little bit of throttle there so it you can do it but i think it does definitely slow you down a little bit yeah it's like being a, a policeman isn't it or an advanced driver you have to be able to drive and then tell, tell everyone what's happening at the same time isn't it that uh, you've got a great you, you must have a lot of <laughs> a lot of extra mental capacity to be able to do all of that yeah that, i uh, mean yeah as you say it's, it, it is it's it's easier than you think once you've got used to it i'd say once you're used to doing it it's it kind of becomes second nature because you're you're kind of learning to look on the straights at the chat find mm. something to answer and then get the corner done then next straight you can answer it so you kind of like you're not going to be reading the chat through a corner although i have done it a few times before accidentally like going into a corner just started laughing uh, at a comment and then you realize you're into the corner and you're too late to break and you're going straight on so little mistakes <laughs> like that are really easy to happen when you're streaming because you're you're trying to multitask and you sometimes miss little corners like that but yeah in general yeah. you do you do find the right time to look at the chat and the right time to concentrate on the track mm. oh, that's fantastic well now here's a, a technical question for you from david agrusa uh, any advice on how to break later and better i get that I, people ask that all the time i i a lot of it is down to trail breaking um and the gear shifting when you're downshifting into a corner so timing your downshift in like on gt a lot of racing game project cars was the worst game ever for this the first ever project cars was so it was kind of glitchy because you could yeah. just slam the gears down really fast and mm. with the braking it it would just be like instant it would just stop you so fast with the engine braking when you were doing it but yeah. gt does have a factor of that in on some cars but in general it's trail braking and shifting at the correct point to get the rotation into the corner while keeping the weight on the front tires. That's why we trail brake. That's why everyone trail brakes is because the whole point of trail braking is 
you're keeping the weight on the front of the car so that when it's turning you're keeping that balance towards the front tires to keep the grip on your front tires so then mm. when you're getting into the apex you can get on the throttle earlier that's why we all trail brake because it carries more speed into the corner then yeah uh, that's a, a good good answer there for david now we've got this one it's been recommended by one of my uh, uh, admins uh, here to, to richie said uh, make sure you read out this question from ray rivera who is your favorite channel member it's okay uh, you can tell them you can't you, we you can't can we we can't say that uh, there is no favorites on oh, if I'm honest. <laughs> we, we don't have that's, any favorites no favorites for you ray, uh, ray i'm afraid that's coming up as a nil point for that, for that one but uh, but uh, but yeah now i was going to say um uh, I, we have a special prize tonight because uh, and we know that a lot of the community has come together and i thought if we could possibly hit 500 subs uh, we're not too far away from it and um, we've got a very very special photo tile now i'll show you the one here um it says i've got two here so one lucky subscriber could be going home with this it's a very special one-off photo tile of senna and hamilton uh, uh sorry yeah senna and hamilton and also on sitting on the car so if one of you lucky subscribers would like to that would like that then we need to try and hit 500 subs if it's at all possible and of course we've got the keys first interview on our backtrack there on our catalog on the channel but uh, back to the interview and to gd sports um what do you think will be coming in or what's your opinions of what's coming in gt7 uh i mean after today i was really hyped for gt7 until today to be honest but um what do i expect to be coming into it honestly so far we we know there's a few extra tracks one or two extra two or three extra tracks um a few extra cars we're not we, we need more information don't we because after today with the announcement that not every track is going to have dynamic weather mm -hmm. that was a huge let I, I was really shocked for that for to be honest because the game's been in development since 2017 card stated four years and this not got dynamic weather on every track was a bit strange and also the public lobbies still 16 player still 20 player on fia it kind of it's kind of ruined that thought of doing endurance racing now on that game because we were all looking forward to it. like all the people in my community will know we've all been looking forward to the possibility of doing 30 player lobbies three four hour races because you can do it with that many players but with 16 players it, mm -hmm. i think a long race would turn into a bit of a boring race because field spread it'd just be quite boring to do so i don't know what we've got to get more information before we our expectations of what is going to be in it i think now because i'm kind of lowering the expectations a little bit for gt7 but i still think it'll be a great game um yeah i will probably I... only do the fia and stuff anyway i'm not really interested in the single player personally because mm. i'll do it for if you've got to do it for certain stuff in there but yeah i'm more into the online than i am racing against the ai for example yeah yeah so that 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 certainly is the same and i mean i remember watching your video when they announced that potentially um the ps4 is going to get gt7 and you were quite disappointed about that and to be fair i agreed with you because i thought yeah we all thought gt7 was going to be only for the ps5 because it was the next generation mm -hmm. um and you kind of put yourself out on a limb there actually because a lot of people were thinking no no ps4 means it's more accessible but you kind of stuck to your guns and and uh, you know said no i think it should have been on ps5 do, oh. you, do you still think that's the, the right the right thing i mean i mean for me for me personally for youtube it's great that it's on ps4 because 
more people playing the game is mm. better in terms of like that. But for me, as an enjoyment of playing the game, had to be PS5 only because you, you we're seeing already now the game has been compromised because it's obviously I think it's been developed from the start on PS4 by the sounds of it because it's yeah. it's basically GT Sport with a few upgrades from what what we're seeing. But yeah, I mm. I would have much preferred it to have been a ps5 game originally right from the start for me and my enjoyment of playing it it might have meant a few less people watching the content and stuff like that but i think for the game and for the game's future i think it would have been better on ps5 because the game's not out till next year by march next year i'm sure there'll be a lot more people that have bought a ps5 because i know it's a struggle but it's another six months away isn't it to and the stock is there. It's coming in in the UK now. The people are starting to pick them up every now and then. I know like a few places had them in this week, but mm-hmm. yeah, personally for me, I would have rather PS5 only and really, really pushed the PS5 because it could have been a system seller for like years to come for like two, three yeah. years. Oh yeah. Even, like down the future. But, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting one. I mean, I'm thoroughly looking forward to, to playing it uh, and getting a PS5 as well. That's hopefully on the Christmas list. Um, to get all that sorted out, hopefully they'll have some stock in by that point. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the game will be good. It's nice to see some of the old tracks in as well. Like Trial Mountain was always quite fun. Um, but I do like the new tracks, and hopefully we'll get some of the real tracks kind of because they used to have more. I'm sure some of the older Gran Turismo games they had like Monaco. Um, mm. It was it was called something different, but it'd be quite nice to see Monaco, Silverstone, and a few other uh, mm. kind of bigger, more famous tracks as well. I think that would be that would be good. Um, but here's a good question from WRL Podium: It is, what do you find more difficult, braking or accelerating? Braking, but then I don't, I don't really. I mean, honestly, I don't find it difficult to brake, but it depends really what car you're in as well. Because if you've got a car with good downforce accelerating doesn't normally cause an issue but then some of the group one like group one hybrids they can be you've got to be very progressive with your acceleration with them cars or your torque steer off the track on gt you will anyway because for some reason there's a massive amount of torque on the front tires on gt sport with hybrids but um it's hard one i mean all depends on the car you're in like road cars braking because you have to get your braking points spot on on road cars because the brakes are terrible but then mm. high downforce, you can brake quite late and just slam that, like slam the brake down, it will stop. So yeah, it all depends yeah. on the car, really. Yeah, I going back to a quick thing you mentioned earlier about in some games you could just bang the brakes down, or so bang the gears down, and that would slow the car down. And of course, in real life, you can't really do that because the wheels would lock up or your engine would explode, and that would be that would be it all over. And that's one of the few things in the games that annoys me a little bit because I kind of think. I, they shouldn't really be allowed to get away with that because you can you think you want to make it even remotely realistic you need to have that kind of thing so you can't um kind of break in, the, in those ways but that's just my my, my opinion um but uh, but here's a good question from darren turner um have you ever considered doing coaching um i've been asked that so many times <laughs> i actually got asked that on twitter by um a few people um honestly i i don't i wouldn't want to charge for, for that and I, I would rather especially for gt7 i would i'd rather try and get content out that does the same job without trying to charge someone if you know what i mean because i don't know what so i don't know how good i'd be at coaching it's very much it's quite difficult on a console because you're not seeing the person do it you're not you're not there next mm. to them you can only see what the inputs they're doing so it's very difficult to 
I think, to do coaching on a racing game. Although there are people that do it, but whether they're money motivated to do that, I don't know. Like I, I, I would rather try and get videos out to try and help people out, and because I think you can coach most things for a video. I don't think you really like. <laughs> If you've got a track guide that's telling, like for example, when we do the track guides, telling you where to brake, I know that tra like trail braking is a big factor, but I, I honestly don't know if I'd be able to do a good enough job to charge someone, and I wouldn't want to charge someone and then go, right, that's that's twenty pound there for that, and you know what I mean, and then you feel like you've not mm -hmm. done a good enough job. So, not really keen on it because then I'd have to stop doing as much streaming because if I was doing like three lessons a day, I've got family as well, that probably mean reduce stream or no stream so for me yeah. personally i enjoy the streaming i enjoy yeah. the the communication side of streaming and like the community side so probably yeah. not if i'm honest <laughs> yeah no that's fair i think you're being very modest because i'm sure anyone who got uh, advice and tips and any kind of coaching would be very impressed uh with how you taught them um because when you're to be that quick and be as good as you are on all these different games you, you must be you've got that skill to do it and it's just communicating that skill uh, but it's it's understandable as to how uh, as to why you would prefer to do um, the streaming as, as you do. That um, and what's your your view on you know on, on where you think your channel will grow in the future, or do you have kind of plans um, to change it a bit or keep it the same? Um, to be honest, I, at the moment it's a lot of streams because although we are doing the odd video and stuff like, but um, it's going to be Gran Turismo based for GT7, obviously because. I know I'm going to have fun on that game. It might be very mm. similar to GT Sport, but I'm still having more fun on GT Sport now than what I would on iRacing or ACC. So when GT7 comes out, priority will 100% be Gran Turismo 7. Hopefully Gran Turismo 7 is going to help the channel grow because yeah. for everyone who's on GT Sport at the moment, like the growth has kind of like leveled off now. You're getting subscribers, but at the early stages, we were picking up like 1,000 to 1,500 a month sometimes. Now yeah. it's like a couple of hundred a month. So once GT7 comes out, I think it's going to be a massive boost boost to everyone yeah. who does GT Sport content. And um, yeah, we'll be just keep going on GT GT7, and then hopefully GT8 will be out within the next five years. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> you never keep know. It going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you like to do some kind of track day and and uh, uh, those kind of things too? Do you ever uh, get the chance or the idea you'd quite like to honestly, do that? Honestly, I'm. Right, I've said I've said this before on my channel. I'm not really interested in anything real life based. Um, mm. I mean, I would go to a track day, but I don't think I'd do it for the channel purposes because my channel started as sim racing and gaming, mm -hmm. and that's what people subscribe to me for. So I think yeah. that's what I want to continue doing on my channel. I want to carry on with that. I, I would I I don't have any sort of like real life racing ambitions because I'm I'm nearly forty and I'm like. Yeah, I, I just want to enjoy my gaming now. I'll, I'll be a pensioner gaming so, and streaming mm. to all the people in our chat. I'm quite happy doing <laughs> the gaming side of it than worrying about any real-life racing because also family and stuff. I, don't really have time. Yeah. I wouldn't have time for stuff like that. So, yeah, my yeah. ambition is just gaming, streaming, and having fun on racing games. That's fantastic. No, I, I think that's really good because for I know for some of us we we you know we, we've all been kind of hidden or hopeful racing drivers in our in our young years and I've seen that chance disappear. Um, so kind of sim racing is the next best thing, and we can have a lot of fun playing it and and actually get really you know you can because uh, I've done a couple of track days after I've done sim racing and I and I've really found that it it has helped me quite a bit. Um, so I could do a lot better on the track in real life 
because I had the basic skills um, of sim racing here. Um, and it was all, in fact, in some cases, I, I went to Mercedes land down at Brooklands last year and I was driving a, a Mercedes C43 AMG. And actually, the car was easier to drive than on some of the games that I've driven that car. You know, it's actually, which was kind of the thing, you know, it steered a bit better, the brakes were a bit more progressive, and it just seemed generally a bit a bit easier. But going on to some of the other games, I know we talked previously about iRacing, but obviously if you, you, you like F1 and you follow Formula 1. Um, what do you think of the current Formula 1 games? Are you impressed with them? For me, no, because I like the online online side of gaming. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't get enjoyment from racing against an AI driver. I want to race against someone competitively on someone else like, you know, you know they're also on their rig or on a control but whatever. I don't mm -hmm. get the enjoyment of racing against like in single player games. So yeah. the F1 games are great as a single player game. But yeah. online we we tried it out on stream and it was just like there was more time waiting around in the lobby than yeah. there was actually racing which is bad for, yeah. for me like i, I want to be racing i don't want to be sat in the lobby and in uh, general there's no matchmaking there's no there's no skill-based matchmaking on it so yeah for me they they've got a long way to go on their fun games they're they're, they're nowhere near gran turismo or i racing or acc in terms of the online side and for yeah, me that means yeah. I, I stopped playing it fairly early when it came out the new one so yeah yeah it never seems to take off it never seems to take off every year and yet it's quite an expensive game a lot of people they'll buy it and they'll play it for a couple of weeks and then think oh well that's that's that done because you see the multiplayer is quite disappointing um and there's nothing worse than being stuck waiting for a lobby to form and and and, and you can't actually make it exciting uh, but we've got a great question from again from mike rogers racing um what do you think about momos starting a youtube channel <laughs> uh, yeah i've subscribed so i subscribe straight away um i mean I don't see any harm in it. Momo's is a legend, so if it makes him drive sense more sensible, it's better for everyone, isn't it? Let's be honest, because people are watching him, so I think he knows that people are watching, so he's driving a lot more sensible now. So, yeah, it's, but it's good for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> no I was going to say, I, I was uh, I was on a um, a stream, one another another uh, uh, stream there, and Momo's was talking to the chap involved, and I asked him for an interview. Uh, but he refused. He says his English isn't good enough yet. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully we'll get an interview with him at some point. That and PG Motorsport, I'm sure that would be a controversial one. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not allowed to swear on it, are we? No. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got it. It's all for kids, so it's okay. But uh, but yeah, it's quite incredible uh, what what he does. Um, but uh, but I suppose that's that's yep. They're they're all they're all trying doing their bit. Uh, but as you say, maybe they'll have to be a little bit more accountable if they're going to do live streams and you get, you get to see them and, they, and you can hear what they're saying. But, uh, so we never know. Now, here we go. Um, from Davina Atheus, any thoughts to introduce your own kids to sim racing or esports? Uh, no, if they, want, if they want to do it, they can do it. If they don't, which I don't think that I've got two girls. They're not really, um, their interest in racing is very limited. They'd rather be playing Roblox. So. <laughs> yeah, I would never push our children into anything like that. They do what they want. If they wanted to do it, they could do it. If they don't, they don't. So, it's just like if they want to do something in real life, they can try it. And if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it. I would never push them into it. And I don't think, honestly, I don't think they're very into that's like sim racing in general. They've got no interest in it. So, probably unlikely they'll ever do it, to be honest. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, isn't it? They can have a go and see what they think. That, uh, now we've got a great question here uh, from Sean. Well, it's Sean for a while. It's good to see Sean. 
He says, when is Key actually going to beat me in a lobby race? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever been beat by Sean to be fair. I don't even know who Sean is when he's in a game. Is he I don't even know what his username is to be honest. He's probably not even ranked high enough to be in the lobby, so <laughs> uh, uh, he knows that's I'm a, joking. Oh of course, that's all right. That's <laughs> now DASLC forty has asked, Do you think that you have maxed out on your skill level? Uh on GT. Um Probably, probably in terms of what I'm doing now, in terms of like not really taking it too serious. If I went quite hardcore like I did on Project Cars, then no. But I don't want to do that. It, it's not enjoyable. Like mm. spending hours and hours just going over the same track day in, yeah. lap after lap after lap, and that I, I I I can't do that anymore. Maybe when I was like when I was younger and like I I could sit there in time trial, but now I just get like. Five ten laps of doing time trial and that's me. I get bored, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for now, especially with YouTube, I'm quite happy just to keep. As long as I'm in the top couple of splits and I'm, I can compete in them, then I'm happy with that. I don't really need to worry about pushing it too much. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. I mean, I think because you do it so much, you're always going to be up at that top level uh, because you, you, you know, you've learned those skills and you're and you're good. And what, what do you think about? Oh, you know, there's so many new people coming in every year, especially in GT Sport, and they're younger and younger. Mm. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, sort of twelve or thirteen, and they're just they must come home from school and just be allowed to play for six hours at a time. You know, goodness knows what the parents are, are doing, but you kind of think, do you think that they, that that group remains uh, is, is going to be an even bigger threat to or or make it more competitive? Or what's your view on on the new guys coming through? Um, uh, uh, to be honest, at the moment, Grand Turismo Seven, GT Sport is probably the most competitive it's ever been. I don't think it's, I don't think we've even though like you're missing a lot of players now from when it first started, and there's a few that probably just moved on and went on. Now is it's the hardest it's ever been. You know, when you when you see these top split lobbies, there's like one of twelve or fifteen drivers that could win the race because they're all that good. So it's pretty crazy. To be honest, it's quite scary for when GT7 comes out because they're all going to move on to that, and it's now going to be on PS4 and PS5. So I imagine mm. it's going to be crazy levels of competition on GT7. I, it's it's going to be very hard to be even in the top two splits. I reckon for for myself because like the level at the moment, even in split two, the level is really high. So yeah, mm. I think it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, now we have a, a great question from Vorta Racing. It is sometimes you get really upset. Uh, how long does it take you to let go after a stream? <laughs> upset? Uh, to be honest, I haven't got that. I've never got upset in terms of like going to go and tantrum of like once once the stream ends, I, I'm done and dusted. I'll sit down and watch telly with the missus. I don't. I'm not going to take. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, take yeah. anything after a race or a stream. <laughs> but even then, to be honest, recently. It doesn't really bother me. It gets a, it's, it's annoying when you have a bad race. Like, I think mm. it's Sakuba when we got took out on the last race today. That was frustrating. But at the end of the day, it's not. I'm not gonna carry on that. I, literally, as soon as it's done and dusted, that's it. I'm um, watching telly with the missus, and it's not worrying about it after that. So um, it's just frust It's more frustration when you're when it happens than anything. But yeah, 
um we don't carry it on or anything like that i'm not i'm not gonna sit there and be in a mood for like five hours or something like that <laughs> it's only a game isn't it you, you see when you're what when you're streaming people see your instant reaction yeah. like you know most people when they're racing they're not streaming and they probably all get annoyed but they're not getting viewed by a couple hundred people or whatever so yeah it's um it's just the way it is isn't it if some stuff annoys me some stuff and i'll be i'll forget about it within like 10 minutes of like like finish the stream i'll be forgot about it so, yeah, yeah not long yeah. <laughs> what what would you say is the most annoying uh kind of driver habit that that you kind of look out for or you know because obviously you've done so much on gt sport you can recognize when people are dodgy up ahead you know if you're doing a last the first challenge or something like that uh what's the things you kind of look out for that are the kind of warning signs um it's hard to be honest because um the, the one thing i i, mm, I, I was gonna say racecraft really like some people's mm. race and you know when they're gonna do it like some people argue with me about this like some people argue with us on the stream so for example if you've pitted and the car in front hasn't pitted yet and they've got a pit it's a pit stop race whatever and they mm. fight that position for me yeah i think it's pointless because at the end of the day, they're just going to lose time in their race as well. It's going to affect them overall. And I think that's the one thing that frustrates me the most when it comes to other drivers. And you can see it. They, they battle you and they'll they'll battle you for two laps then pit. And yeah. they've just lost themselves three seconds through battling uh, rather than just using racecraft and stuff like that. That frustrates me a bit. But yeah, some people will say they've got the right to do it. But then it's more about racecraft than it is whether they've got the right to do it. Yeah, because they're going to probably lose less time, as you oh, say, if they just oh, yeah. let you through and then follow you isn't it and then you don't have that, that 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 trouble i know that some of the guys are saying as well when you see people battling in front or constantly touching uh, or going for dodgy move or dodgy moves that's it just give them space because they're more likely to have a crash at some point they'll take somebody out yeah and then you exactly. should hopefully as long as it doesn't take too long you should be able to to make up the places and things like that but um but yeah now i'm looking here at the questions uh, we've got lots by sean and his remarks after his lobby race there and uh, um, so let me have a quick look through the questions here as we are. Um, but uh, oh, here we are. That's the thing. Uh, I'm just uh, all right, Mr. Casual. I said, Do you think the FIA top split would be cleaner if there were no world tour events to qualify for? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's that's 100% because like we've we've all witnessed it in like not to me to other drivers you see it happen like you can see people will do anything for point not even just points even in qualifying we see it so yeah 100 percent, i would say that um if there was no world tour events then like for example when this season ends and we go into exhibition season the racing will in general improve it always does exhibition mm -hmm. seasons tend to have better quality of racing than official seasons because in official season drivers will push other drivers out the way because they know that might give them eight extra points which might qualify them and it all gets a bit uh, messy i think in an official season so i'm quite I'm, i can't wait until the, the official season's over and we go back into exhibition because people practice less so it's just more like i don't yeah. really practice for fia now so it's just more of a jump on everyone has fun and then yeah. you know you don't have to wipe someone out to get a few extra points so i'm yeah i i think definitely official seasons do tend to cause worse driving i would agree with that <laughs> no that's a that was a very good question 
Now, uh, I know that with time is catching on, and I know that you're limited. Uh, I know you've been you've been working hard all day, so um, we'll we'll watch the, the timing on everything. But a, a question from Adama Banana: Will you be playing Forza Horizon Five much when that game comes out? Uh, I mean, I might play it, but whether I'd stream much of it because I don't know where. Honestly, I don't think it. It's not the type of game that goes with the channel because I'm more sim racing. That's more open world, drive round, and it's a bit arcadey. I do like. I, I mean, I've got Forza Horizon Three, so I will buy it on my PC. Or well, I won't buy it. I'll just subscribe to Game Pass for one pound and then just get it for a few months for basically nothing. So yeah, that's, I'm waiting to do that. Take advantage of that until that's out because. I'll only play it for a bit, so there's no point me spending 50 quid on the game when I can just pay a pound and get it for like a month or two. Yeah, Definitely, definitely. Now, here's a good question from Richie. Uh, is a world final on the cards for you? Honestly, no. Um, I don't think so, because I think to, uh, with the level of competition now, if you want to try and get into a world final, for someone like me, I'd have to sacrifice either manufacturers or nations. I'd probably sacrifice manufacturers. And I'd have to go 100% attack and practice every day, which would then mean the only thing we could stream would be just doing the same thing every day and just practicing yeah. and practicing. And I don't think that'd be right. enjoyable to watch. I don't think that's what I want for my channel. So, no, I, I don't think that. I think I'm quite happy with just having fun with daily races, jumping on FIA races, trying to get a result out of them, do it again and manufacturers, mess around with that. I, I don't really have, I don't really. The aim's not to qualify for a world tour. The aim's just to provide content for me personally. There are, I mean, I feel like we might, be, if we went 100%, we might have a chance, possibly. But even then, I think I think the level's too high now. I honestly think the level on the world tour drivers is just a step up from what yeah. I could possibly reach, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it was interesting because we talked a few uh, weeks ago to Mikhail Hazal, um and uh, and it was really interesting seeing how he was his whole approach and how, how very much down to earth uh, he is as well like like your good self there's a wonderful natural ability and just modesty that goes along with it but obviously an incredible quickness um but he's saying it's, it's all these people that are practicing for so long and and i see there's every every year there's a new generation coming um that wants to wants to get good on, on these games but i think the, like the world tour is a fantastic thing to watch i remember seeing the super gt when he went to monaco and places like that and intentionally when he went to australia um and how how would you think if you had a big race against them all how do you think you would do against what like lightning and that and all the, the world tour i've been in races with them all i've we we had one ages ago with um i don't know if anyone remembers intel argus in group three we had like a birthday stream for um, Lars. So we had Baptist in there, Lightning in there. Lightning had to start from the back, but in a different car to everyone else. Tichney was in there. Um, I think Favaris might have been in there. Storm was in there. We had a lot of the fastest drivers on the game. Now, it was 16, 15 players because one was thing in. I think I think I finished sixth. I got actually quite lucky because I, I think I made the strategy quite work and I didn't make mistakes. But yeah, now I don't think I could do that. I think I've, I'm a little bit, probably a few temps off pace a lap to even get close to them to be honest i think yeah i i, I don't think i could likes of lightning is just on another level on the game honestly i've raced with Lightning. i've, I've practiced with him a few times in fia in the past and he, he goes on with no practice and with an, he literally will sit in the garage watch you do a few laps just so he gets the break points and knows where he's going goes out and then boom straight away faster he's just instantly unbelievably fast with no practice at all um, I don't think there's many people like Lightning on the game, to be honest. I don't think yeah. people realise how little time he, he spends on the game. 
he's just naturally gifted on it's like the physics are made for him somehow so yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy Ah, it's 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 some chap. It was it was great fun interviewing him. Um, it was he's it, a really really uh, really interesting and focused chap, but uh, very positive and, and encouraging. Really really good guy. Now here we've got a funny question. Uh, now it, uh, here we are. I'll just uh, do. You, it's from Landy KFS saying, "Do you think Antomics will ever get good at the game?" <laughs> and to be fair to Antomics, he's he's actually very very good at the moment. To be honest, he's probably close to probably in the eu one of the best pad players on the game i think at the moment if i'm brutally honest we wind him up every time you know we all call him a pleb and stuff like that but at the end of the day uh like he's probably the best pad player in the eu i don't think there's like calster doesn't play anymore i i'm interested to see how that battle will go i'm sure a lot of people in the chat will say it as well when gt7 comes out and calster comes back and you've got antomics now who's very good on the pad versus calster that's going to be quite an interesting head off yeah. they're, they're about they're both about the same age as well so that that could be quite fun I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing who will win in that battle to be honest because i don't know Antomics has really <laughs> upped his game recently so i don't know it'd be yeah. interesting yeah oh it's, it's great to see how competitive it is but also the fact that you're you're right up there beating them as well uh and showing them that giving them a good run for their money uh which is good that um now we've got a good question here from mike rogers says how do you manage to get that drink to balance on the radiator at that angle it's not at an angle that that's flat it's just the camera's up there at a weird angle so if i was to put it flat like yeah <laughs> he knows it's just the camera angle it's just because the camera's at a funny angle that's all <laughs> and sean has said it's uh, definitely Ant- Antomic's fault over me all the time and that's been <laughs> <laughs> i'll let you i'll let you battle battle that out uh with it all here but uh but no it's, it's absolutely fantastic though to to hear all this because i mean for so long we've been you know i know you do a lot of, uh, of, of answering questions in the chat but it's great to have a session like this uh, for an interview so you can ask answer the questions that a lot of your your, your fans and loyal loyal subs have been have been wanting to ask for quite a, a while what would you like to say to your community if there's anything that you think about um you know in terms of i know you've said before how, how good they are but what would is there any particular words you would like to, to give to them tonight oh i mean I, I i will always be insanely grateful to them because if it wasn't for them I, like my family all of us wouldn't be in the situation that we are in now where you know we i, I can support them where i can because before i i obviously was i was it was either get a it was either go and start working doing nights or something because obviously with the kids being on with needing picking up and it was either that or do something like this and they've made it possible so they're all absolute legends they know who they are so yeah i'm massively grateful to everyone who watches our streams i don't think people realize but yeah they made a huge difference not only to my life but also the whole family's life so i'm incredibly grateful to it all well you do a fantastic job and very entertaining um, and uh, we learn an awful lot from your streams. So you, you're, uh, it's, uh, there's a lot of, there's 100% quality in there and what you're doing there, uh, uh, Kieran, in, in, in your channel. Now, uh, a quick question, this from Darren Turner. Um, you've become a lot more relaxed on the game in the last six months. Why the change? Probably because we're just not taking FIA too serious, like not practicing. Because if if you spend, this is another reason why I don't do it, because if you spend, say, to be competitive and qualify and you spend in what well, i some top switch drivers will be spending probably 10 
to 20 hours, maybe more practicing for FIA races. They'll probably be doing 10 to 20 practice runs on the race before they even get into that first race. Now, if you're spending mm. that type of time and then you get took out in a race and you get took out in the next race and then you get punted and then it all goes wrong, the frustration levels would be, they build and build and build because you've just wasted all that time and someone's wrecked yeah. you. So yeah, I don't do that anymore. I just jump into the races, more chilled. If I'm in, you know, I'd rather be in split two, to be honest now, because it, I find the racing actually cleaner in split two. But um, yeah, just more chilled approach. Last two months as well, going to, like I said earlier, going to the gym, exercising, um, much better for uh, your mentality when streaming as well, I think personally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing. And on a funny note, to to, to as we've just about run out of time, um, it's a uh, well, it's uh, from Mike, uh, Mike Rogers Racing again. He's saying, "When is the wedding?" <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't know. Um, we haven't got we haven't got a date to be honest. Um, it's very hard because, like I say, pff, who knows with all the covid stuff that obviously thing but we haven't even we haven't we haven't even really saved up anything because we're obviously saving up for christmas now and yeah it will happen when it happens i think um once we're in a position hopefully grand christmas everyone helped the channel a lot and then we can start mm -hmm. thinking about that in in the future but at the moment we're not really in a position to to even get, get a date really because yeah we wouldn't spend fortunes anyway because obviously we've got kids we can't afford to spend thousands yeah, of pounds yeah. on a wedding but um yeah, yeah I think she said it's got to happen before she hits 40. So she doesn't want to be, she doesn't, <laughs> she's not getting married if she's over 40s. So. Uh, yeah, got a few years. <laughs> oh, well, that's the thing. Uh, to take a trip to Orlando or somewhere like that, do it on the beach at Clearwater and, uh, <laughs> and have a few friends over. That, uh, but no, that's the thing. Well, look, it's been an absolute pleasure um, to have you on the show tonight. Um, and to, I mean, really thank you for your time and appreciate you putting time aside and as well for all your community that have come over here tonight um, to watch the show. Um, just a, a quick notice to say to everyone who's been watching, if you like sim racing and you would like to get Key's first interview that we did a couple of years ago, it's on our catalogue. And if you really love the, the, the show and you love sim racing and interviews, then of course you can always subscribe to the channel. That would be amazing. And Richie, or Anna Richie, if we've hit 500, I can announce who's won. Now I can get ready now. If not, I'll put a video out with the, the winner of our special photo tile that will go anywhere in the world out to one lucky subscriber out there. Uh, but but Key, it's been phenomenal to have you on the show and hopefully we can get you on again uh, in the next few years as well to see how things have improved and how the whole channel has grown. And uh, I wish you all the best uh, for your channel and for your family life. Uh, and I'm sure we'll hear, no doubt, the sound of wedding bells in the not-too-distant future. <laughs> that, um, but stay on the line. Um, but to everyone who's been watching tonight, you've been watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with the star that is the Key 25. <laughs> Drive fast and try not to crash. Find us out. <laughs>